I don't have friends. I got family. Family, family. Family. You can have any brew you want, as long as it's a Corona. Family, family. Family. This just went from Mission Impossible to Mission and Freaking Sanity. The movies. <laughs> Open the door. Wait a second. We're not vroom vrooming anymore. No, we're opening the boot. What's in the boot? It's a present. Oh, God. Hi. Welcome to Fast Fridays. I'm Andrew Jones, and with me, as always, is my family, Yulia, Johnny Ellis. Hello, hello, hello. Howdy. Yes. Hey, and usually it's Friday. Nope. And oh. usually, usually, <laughs> our Fast Fridays. Are all about the Fast and Furious franchise on the road to F9 the Fast Saga, but that happened last week. Yes. Because yep. they decided to change the release date on us at the last minute. So so their present Damn to us was an earlier release date of the film, and our present to them is uh, we're still hand- handling on to Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry. You think we're doing this alone? Oh, God, no. We've got no. family. We've got family. And our family this week is Sarah O'Connell. Welcome. Hello. Thank you very much. Welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm immediately quite concerned in that I think I've made a terrible mistake. When you said it was Fast Fridays, I just haven't eaten all day. <laughs> that's fine. I think that's the uh, the right level of blood sugar to uh, attack this film at. Is this where the being furious bit comes in? Yes. Yes. You're hangry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> normal start yes. yeah <laughs> yes so it's all going to be like that in case you're wondering yeah perfect perfect <laughs> i just i do want to just start this episode briefly mentioning uh, a friend of the show simon thompson has just had an unfortunate incident and i we want to send our love to him yes yeah but it, we think you know, of you we, we, we love you we hope you're safe and well it's terrifying and uh Hopefully you'll be fine. You'll be able to come on and yeah, wax lyrical about Jason Statham in your own time again. Yeah. And do a rock face like he does on his Twitter profile. We love you, man. And that's as much emotion as you're going to get out of uh, us talking about Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Thank you for listening. <laughs> well, I've got uh, I've got a bit of emotion to um, to expel because um, uh, well, this is my we we have had. Um, why am I losing my? <laughs> we've had uh, we've had Sarah on the podcast before. Yes, uh, this is your Very second good. time on the podcast. Uh, but this I is think, I think of little else. Yeah, um, but this is uh, my Pass. first time. <laughs> yes, thank you. I told you. <laughs> thank you. Did you? Because <laughs> I I did go back and listen because I don't tend to listen to the, pod- the podcast because I can't stand my own voice and also terrible back... content. <laughs> But I went back to listen to uh, your interview with Andrew, um, and just to check, and from what I could gather, there was no talk of cats. Um, So I just want to, I just want to apologise. It was a creative decision. Oh, was it? Oh, was it indeed? Yeah. It came from a head office. (laughs) Loop ever since because I can't find the tab that's open in, so it just keeps repeating. (laughs) Um, So what? have you seen cats? Did you like cats? Because this isn't this isn't actually a Fast and Furious podcast. Mentally replaying cats in my mind most of the time. Oh, so they live in your memories. Mm, yeah. <laughs> when you're all alone, maybe I don't know, in the moonlight. 
and yeah, just repeating the word Jellicle cats all the time. Wait, can I just check though? Did you two like speak before this and were both going, I bet he's going to mention cats because he didn't get to talk about it before? <laughs> like... I have been on Radio 1 twice talking about the movie Cats and neither of which time was any near, anywhere near close to the release date. It's <laughs> still bothering me. And I've never been on Radio 1 and nor do I think about you at all times, Johnny. So uh, does that answer the question? Well, I still haven't spoken to someone who enjoys cats, so I'm hoping that you can break the uh, I've got break the dogs. streak. Oh. What are no, their names? Rubble Tees from Mungo Cherry? <laughs> I'll I, give you a cat's tent. Yeah. I, Sarah, I, I, I still live in hope. Sarah, what is a genital cat? I am not entirely sure. I just know that there's a lot of them and little else. <laughs> No, little mice and little cockroaches. And little cockroaches, yeah. yeah. What's your favourite song from Cats? Uh, the end credit song, because it meant it finished. Beautiful Ghost, the Oscar-nominated song? I think the music actually after the credits had finished and just the, the low-level Bon Jovi that comes on in the cinema. <laughs> that music. The, the image that says, uh, visit Universal Studios Orlando. Yeah. All right, fine, let's talk about Fast and Furious. I give up. Look, we're, we're, we're integrating the studio. Mm. Same, yeah. same, same, same Hollywood, you know, machine put two classic films out in 2019. Cats and Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, they're very similar actually. In a lot of ways. <laughs> and I think we're going to get to them. CGI nipples. <laughs> now that is a compare extensive and use of Idris Elba. <laughs> That's a compare and contrast essay I want to write for university one day. If I ever go back. Universal. <laughs> Universal, yeah. For the Criterion release. Ah, <laughs> oh, I want to head up the Criterion release of uh, Cats, please. No, I meant the, 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 the Fast Saga. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, let's talk about the Fast Saga, I suppose. Um, um, the, yeah, we're not talking about the Fast Saga. We're specifically talking about Fast and Furious presenting Hobbs and Shaw to us. Yes. Yeah. Did, you, did you find this nice, nice, nice rat bow under your Christmas tree when you got this? That's the thing. I didn't feel like that film was presented by them. Like it had characters from that universe, but I didn't like. I would have liked Vin Diesel to come out and introduce the film. Just a oh, fireside with a cognac. Yeah, sat a fireside with a Birkin. He opens it up and then explains, and then the, the film starts. Vroom vroom. Yeah. Oh no! Surely sat um, at uh, little Brian's uh, Brian Junior's bedside, reading the book to him of uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Is this one of those, you know, kissing books? <laughs> what are they? As you wish. Just because just, just the pages go together doesn't mean they're kissing. <laughs> Inconceivable. That could either be Jason yes, Tatum. <laughs> right, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. It's directed by David Leitch. Yep. Formerly of Deadpool 2. Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde and John Wick. Yeah. Written by Chris Morgan, still involved. But this time with the uh, added work of Drew Pearce from Iron Man 3. Yeah. Good choice. You know, um, what do you call it? Hoto Artemis. Great film, Hoto Artemis. Underrated. Yep. Just like this, right? Ten uses of the word family. Wow, really? Ten uses, yep. I didn't even notice that. 
No but one we were does. talking earlier, and you, there's a few things that popped up that you never even noticed. Yeah, and I still had to make you know enough noticing that uh, no Corona, no Brotherhood, yeah, two ball boys. No, there is you wrong about that. What? Uso in Samoan means brother. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah but bro- when we talk about brotherhood, we're not talking about the use of the word brother. We're talking about the actual meaning of brother. And uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> I don't think family is important in this film. I say yeah. it. But I don't I think know. family is important in this film. Also, there's some cars. That's the car <laughs> stuff in this. It's not really, you know, a car based film. It's more motorbikey and a bit yeah. truck. It's like they, yeah. uh, they, 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 they learned that, uh, hey, cars did planes, so uh, Fast and Furious can also do bikes and trucks. It's true. And, and, and transforming bikes. Bikes and trucks and bikes and trucks and bikes and trucks. <laughs> it could almost be called Cars and Furious. Yeah. I'd like that. I th- do you Watch think out. this would have worked better as a, as a standalone film? Oh. Like, on its, like, not, not part of the world? But it it kind of isn't, isn't it? It's kind of like Ewok's Caravan of Courage. In yeah. That, there's Star Wars episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, right? Doesn't mm. mention a Caravan of Courage at all. Equally, there's Fast and Furious 1 to 8, and now number 9 is coming out. Yeah. Hobson Shaw is number 9, so they're, they're not including it in the collection of... They're not including it in the main yeah. feed. Mm-hmm. Now, um, is Caravan of Courage the one with Wilford Brimley? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I saw it in about 1987 on video. And you didn't notice some angry guy putting a stick in water. But I'm, Get out of here! I don't want you to sting any walks. Because <laughs> that's what he doesn't have. One of those, one of the two Ewok films, he's there and he's angry and bitter. And he's somehow younger then than Tom Cruise is now. Exciting. <laughs> we open up in London. Yeah. Back. Don't we open up with a split screen or? No, no, no. We, no. That's How dare you? A I, mean, I would suggest it isn't a split screen. They've just got a very big, multi-decorated bedroom. Right. You are you are jumping the gun way too soon. Well, got, we have an opening sequence with uh, everyone's favourite character, Hattie Shaw. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. The heist. <laughs> the, the opening heist. Her and her team are in a, a high-tech chopper. Suited, they're booted, they're ready to, to, to breach this building. Because there's a truck. There's a truck they need to get to. And there's a bike driving to the same location. Who's on the bike? We don't know. But they have a high-tech chopper. They have a high-tech chopper. chopper. And what else do they have, Johnny? This is very important here. The guns they're using on these on the bad guys. Do you notice what oh. they are? No, I didn't. No, they're not. Are they, are they AMPs? They, 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 they have the electro guns where they, 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 they hit them. And they have these weird grapple things that electrocute them. These but are your guns from Too Fast, Too Furious, yeah, basically but they're not returned in human form. They're not as big, though, are they? No, because they're for humans. Yeah, yeah. They've modified them for it. humans, so that now they've probably got a gigantic cannon if they want to bring down the moon. Oh. F9, the fast saga. Yeah, yeah. That's what we want. <laughs> We're going to electrocute the moon. <laughs> but then <laughs> Brixton comes in. Brixton comes in, right? Yeah. And Hattie hides in the truck. Whilst uh, Brixton kills all the other guys. With his cybernetic enhancements. Right. Yeah. Because he's got this fallout thing going on in him where he can predict things. And he calls himself the bad guy. Hmm. He goes, bad guy. <laughs> Cla- classic Brixton. 
and she tries to escape with the truck. She can't drive very well, so it crashes through. She falls over and puts whatever she's trying to get into the palm of her hand. And she assumes the power of the sun because she's Dr. Octavius. And Tom Cruise is not happy that she just injects herself. <sighs> just ripping off that immediately, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that op- opening thing because I was oh, more excited about this. There's, there's, there's a lot that you're going to say I forgot about because yeah. this is Hobbs and Shaw we're dealing with. I watched this uh, <laughs> barely 20 hours ago. I watched this <laughs> last week. Yeah. I watched it again today. Wow. <laughs> Thank you and for doing gonna, way too much research. We're all going to forget. I watched it twice. How many notes do you have? Uh, how many pages of notes do you have this time? Because I think it's it's significantly less than the it's others. It's like right? five pages of notes. Yeah, that's significantly less than significantly, the other. We've had fourteen pages before. Yeah, I have no pages of notes, but I've got four hundred drawings. <laughs> You've made a flipbook. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but before we cut to the important thing, Brixton, looking having lost what he needs to get. He calls MI6, pretending to be one of the team, and tells them that Hattie's gone rogue. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Split screen. Do you want to go? Split screen. I like this. It's a nice little... I like... Yeah, it was It was fun. I, it, I just want this for the rest of the entire movie. Just them going about their days in split screen and you just see the, the contrast between them, uh, between how they eat their breakfast and um, how they exercise. Was that the film Time Code? Oh, I might have to look that up then. It's okay, where it's the, the four screens and it's four films four happening at the same time. Oh, yeah, that does sound familiar. Was it time yeah. code? It was, that was what it was. It was kind of unwatchable. <laughs> but this isn't. I kind of feel like the, the biggest takeaway from the film is that Jason Statham cooks his eggs and The Rock just drinks them raw. Yeah, that's the thing, right? One, what he has it raw. Yeah, he 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 prepares it and puts you know, pepper on it and flavors his. Do you get oh. it? One, one lives, the other one lives. The biggest takeaway, really, from the film is uh, is that big Greg's that they pass by that's on the corner that you know it's not in London. But we'll get to that later, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny, we'll we'll fucking get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, is that your five pages of notes? Look, Hobbs is in Los Angeles where it's nice and sunny yeah. and orange. Shaw is in London where it's grey and miserable and rainy. Of course, yeah. Hobbs is in bed with nobody. Shaw's got a girl. He's got a Mr. bird, isn't he? Mr. Nobody. What? With Mr. Hobbs is in bed with Mr. Nobody. Is that his name, Mr. Mr. No One? Mr. Actually, nobody? he's in he's in bed with little nobody. Oh. Because <laughs> you know, after he pinned him sideways at the front <laughs> during Face of the Furious, he now wants to pin him sideways from the. <laughs> And do, do, do you know what he says afterwards? Go on. Did I fire six times or five times? <laughs> all this excitement, I can't really tell. Go ahead, make my day. And he was played by Michael Caine. <laughs> Go ahead. Make my day, Master Wayne. <laughs> of course, you know, Bruce Wayne would never do that. Oh, God, so, mate. That's not, that's not what heroes do. What are the differences between these two people? Well, for a start, Bruce Wayne lives in a cave. <laughs> Wait, Bruce Wayne lives in a cave? Yeah. Why would he live in a cave? He's got the manor. He has got a manor, yeah. 
ill manner. That's my rap group name. <laughs> right, so Hobbs is there doing his heavy lifting. Yep. Whilst uh, Shaw's down at a pub having a beer, doing a crossword. Remember? Yep. Remember yep. that scene? And then they both get a phone call at the same time. Yep. It's exciting because then Hobbs goes to a bar with a karaoke night on Saturdays. <laughs> where sh- while Shaw goes to this real classy, you know, four-story building and picks up a bottle of champagne. While Hobbs has two tequilas. Which one? Which, which tequilas? <laughs> is it his, his tequila? Or is it's it? Um... Tequilas. Oh, right. it has, and it throws the little glasses over his shoulder. Of course. Of course. It's good luck. Yeah, and they go to the back of the places, and they, then they meet these people. Mm-hmm. See, because Hobbs, he's what you call an ice cold kind of whoopass. Yeah. Whereas Shaw, he's what you call a champagne that- problem. <laughs> what is the champagne problem? Oh, the problem is that uh, I bought you a bottle of cold champagne, Johnny. The twisty things all broken. How'd you get the gold shit just- off? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, the bottle doesn't break when he expects it to. That, right, right. They have a bit of a fight. So and really then have... he's like, can you believe this bottle didn't break? <laughs> and then he drops it and it breaks. And he hangs the guy outside. He pushes him outside a window and just hangs him there for a while. Classic Shaw. We all know he loves to hang people outside buildings. Yeah. That's well, Hobbs, Hobbs, he beats some guy up and pushes him onto a tattoo chair and threatens to tattoo him, and then looks at a girl and says, nice tats. Do you get it? Yeah. And he draws I heart cops on his forehead, but the heart is a heart shape. That's quicker, isn't it? Right? It's funny. <laughs> it's clever. It's like Huckabees. <laughs> Do we get anything out of that sequence? I mean, it's fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, that's not in my notes. Who, whose method notes. do you prefer? Do you prefer champagne oh. problem or ice cream of Hobbs girls? Let's get I, into this. I, I think, think very much with Hobbs rather than Shaw on this. I, Are you sure? Yeah, I, no. Mm-hmm. Um, more Hobbs. Well, I'm O'Connell, but yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm more... I lean towards Shaw. I, I like really? his, his way of dealing with things. It's classy. Hanging um, a guy outside is classy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean, know your parties. There's something, there's something clean cut about it. Whereas um, Hobbs just is using the tattoo gun; it's all messy and inky. If and... I throw it out of the building, then it becomes the council's problem to clean up the body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't have to go through all the red tape, and then maybe have the license taken away from this building. It's what we pay our taxes for. Is <laughs> hold on, folk. Are we paying for body removal as like the douchier for our taxes? Yeah. There aren't any around, are there? <laughs> exactly. Fair play. They're doing a great job. <laughs> really good. Do you fancy going to a diner? Oh, I love a diner. I actually would love to go there and stay there longer than we did. Because <laughs> Hobbs and Samantha are there. The, 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 sorry, Luke and Samantha, I guess, because, you know, we're going to have to deal with a lot of Hobbs that's here. Oh, yeah. And she's made a family tree for school. Very empty family tree. Very empty family tree. But uh, there's an old photo of Luke and he's got a brother. Attached to him. It's really weird. Hmm. They're stuck on him. 
That's played by Greg Kinnear. Ah, oh, if only. If only that's what this film was. Gosh, I love Stuck On You. I love Cher. <laughs> We're Cher in this franchise. But no, it's Uncle that's Jonah. True. Yeah. Uncle Jonah, that's important, right? Yeah. It's well, important because it's pancake time. It's pancake time. It is pancake time. Correct. It's cheat day. Because so, they come nice. with a three stack of pancakes and give it to Luke, and he's like, No, that's that's the movie <laughs> stuff, that's for a baby girl. And they bring in a whole pack of like 20 pancakes, and that's what it is. Oh, yeah, well, they, they look quite plain. I like my banana pancakes, you know, they just put maple syrup and it's just gonna, you know, by the time you get to the second one, it's just cold, yeah. gungy mess. Yeah, awful, awful. I don't understand this butterscotch, the huge stacked pancakes. It's too what? much. Give me a crepe. Well, no, so in America, if you go to somewhere like IHOP, you you order something and it's bigger than your head and you <laughs> have like three bites of it and then you ask if you can have it to take home and they put it in this styrofoam container and then you just eat off it for about nine months. <laughs> but yeah. why would you go to America to go to an IHOP? Surely you can go to an IHOP anywhere. That's the point. It's international. You'd think it's, so. It's international, like mate, the World Series baseball. It's only in New York. <laughs> and like a couple of Japanese teams. I don't know. <laughs> Unless it's covered in a film, I have no knowledge of it. I'm sure Tokyo Drift mentions it. That's a film that's set in 2014. I uh, see we've not covered that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to come and redo the whole Fast and Furious franchise with us, Sarah. Sort of. And I also... <laughs> I was reading about the best way to watch them chronologically and the... Oh, God. The, oh. After <laughs> six that you watch three. Do you agree with yeah. that? Uh, yeah, if you don't watch the credits bit for six. Yeah. One, two, yeah. four, five... Five, six, six then without the credits... 20 minutes of seven, three, seven, eight, Hobbs and Shaw of nine, I guess. Yeah. 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 And just so that this works in the future too, and then 10 and 11. Yeah. Unless, unless one of them also spends like 25 minutes of the film set before all of it. And it's their grandparents. What if F9 has that and now we're completely and utterly <laughs> out of sync? Well, we we know Universal listens to this because they stole our um. They stole Fast Rides as a concept yeah. in the first place. Yes. So they're currently doing reshoots to, to re re releasing it. They're re releasing it, yeah. cat style, just to, just to screw with us again. And now it's and now it's the grandparents. It's yeah, yeah. And there's buttholes all over the place. It's weird. Gosh. Oh, good golly! <laughs> you know what? I would send you to jail, but don't worry, because Magdalena Shaw is already in jail. Oh. Oh. Yeah, right? Well, that's the end of that. <laughs> Helen Mirren, just behind bars. Yeah, I didn't even know she worked in a pub. <laughs> she'd be a good, she'd be a great landlady. Yeah, she would oh, be. She'd, she'd have the banter, but she'd have the right amount of, Oi, you, stop it, get out your bard. It's true. I'd love it. You'd think she'd inherit the Queen Vic. Oh, yeah, because she's played yeah. Queen. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. Has she played Victoria as well? She I must say yes. At some point. Everyone has. 
Because yeah. legally, she's played both roles. She should just go straight up to it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, logically. <laughs> Let's get her on EastEnders. Let's cut her career in blockbuster Hollywood short to go on EastEnders like Deli Dyer did. She did play Victoria, but they de-aged her to look like Emily Blunt. They didn't much, need to do much de-aging then. Hello, <laughs> yeah. you know, Miller is ageless. Yeah. And she is struggling because she's behind bars and Deckard's there picking up the phone and she's like, why are you still here? Why haven't you broken out yet? She's oh, she doesn't alone. want to. Oh, she's 71 years old. She wants to have some alone time. Do the Sudoku. But she wouldn't mind having a cake with a file in it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I did check, by the way. So she's 71. This is 2019. Yeah. Right. And Deckard was born in 73. Yeah. And in a minute, we're going to cut to a flashback where we see uh, young boy Deckard with the young sister, Hattie. And you, I would say there's like maximum of four years difference there, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. How is this working out? <laughs> I love the fact you skip past the fact that Idris Elba has cybernetic enhancements <laughs> so that he carved out all of his human weakness and replaced it with mechanical perfection and you're questioning the ageing of somebody. <laughs> oh, we're all about timelines. The timelines <laughs> are so much more important than anything technological going on with the science fiction of this world. Well, you're going to love a uh, thought I have about the end of the film then. Oh. <laughs> The end of the film where it reveals actually it was set in 1983. Yeah. And so that uh, Deckard is only 10 years old. <laughs> and he's got Jack disease. <laughs> the only way that he and Vanessa Kirby could be relatives within a reasonable period of time. <laughs> but yeah, they're doing this thing called the Keith Moon. This They're showing like how, you know, he and Hattie used to have these things. And the Keith Moon, it's loud and it causes hearing damage. And they blow up a safe because they're like, they're like, oh, we're bantering. We're, we're young folk who do things. That's a bad way to do it, though, isn't it? Because, like, the older, not all the notes seemed legible when they blew up the safe. So they lost a bit of money. You know? I, I think if I ever wanted to do something that involved retrieving money, I'd try very hard not to blow it up. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I like the idea of destroying money. We should go back to the barter system. <laughs> Sorry, the banter system. That's what I meant. That's why I love this film. It's the banter system. Do you think he's got all these um, techniques? Because we only see a couple. We see the key we screen see and we see... Yeah. The distraction. Do you think he's got loads of these techniques and he's got it in like a playbook kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be quite fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm who else have they got? And he always has to shout them out loud before he does. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie C. <laughs> That's the one where you're gone. I'm trying to think what the Ross Stewart would be. Roger Daltrey. You're just, you're just, you're just a wanker. <laughs> She's just a Brexit wanker. <laughs> Ross Stewart is the one where you get on a boat. <laughs> So yeah, I was trying to think of something to do with his nose because that's that's the joke we always go for with my mum because she's a massive Rod Stewart fan. So we always talk about how big his nose is. How big is his nose? It's pretty big. That's oh. why he plays in stadiums. Oh, <laughs> aren't all noses like two inches or something? Isn't there like this thing where every, the length 
Oh, oh, oh. we're going to talk about length size in an episode about Hobbs and Shaw. That's never meant to happen. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it seems inappropriate to discuss Well, length. it's a callback to the beginning where Shaw decided to hang someone and he did it quite well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're back on track now. I'm, I'm, I can't even remember how this film goes, so I'm just letting Andrew. Oh, we're back in the diner. Don't worry, right. we, 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 okay. we, we, we're not we're not done with the diner sequence. We're done with Helen Mirren for most of the film now. That's yeah. it, pretty much. Basically, yeah. But uh, hey, we're back at the diner because uh, we need to have uh, Locke come in. Fix Locke. Yes. Yeah. Hello, I'm coming here. I've got to do some uh, cement pouring, but I've got oh, to get to oh, London right. to look after this baby that's born out of wedlock. Is that a Academy Award winner Olivia Coleman, who's having my baby. <laughs> How's it going? I need to rewatch Lock. Um, I have, I've completely forgotten that Ryan Reynolds pops up in this no, film. Not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Lock. Lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan Reynolds is here, and uh, hey, do you like improvisation? Ryan Reynolds does. He's here. There's a the CT17 virus called the snowflake has been discovered. Someone's tricking it. It's it's, it's programmable. <laughs> it's like to wipe out the uh, weekly. Always getting tricked, aren't they? I mean, this stuff writes itself. I'd say it writes itself. Ryan Reynolds did it all. Yeah. So they need Hobbs to go and sort it out. I must say. That I think the film would have been infinitely better if it just had Ryan Reynolds and The Rock in it. Plus, uh, all the supporting yeah. cast members. But I think it would have been a better film if it was, in fact, Hobbs and Locke. Well, um, as I uh, often do with uh, the Fast and Furious films, I have the uh, trivia page from IMDb up and running. Oh. Um, and I did spot a thing earlier mm-hmm. um, where Ryan Reynolds. Um, suggested that he just come and play Deadpool in the movie. Pardon. Which would have been just perfect. How? Just It would have been spectacular. Yeah. It would have been interesting. Like just just not even mention like why or how. Why didn't he just play buried in it instead? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> he just comes in there and he's just hopping around, around in a box. Yeah. Complaining that there's a snake maybe there and getting a phone call from Stephen mm-hmm. Tobolowski. He can pretend he's a policeman too and be Nick buried. <laughs> policeman too. It's a, it's a reference to the classic 90s TV show Heartbeat. <laughs> I thought I'd heard that name before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Meanwhile, so yeah, Shaw's getting the same. Information dump from Rob Delaney. Yeah, who doesn't have a name. Fourteen. And then they then they then they go and talk to each other on the phone. Rob Delaney and Ryan Reynolds, and they're like, "Do you reckon this guy? You reckon your guy will be up for working with my guy? Yeah, there's no problem there. Right, mm-hmm. right, guys, no problem. Yeah, I agree with that. That happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No fucking way. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was hoping you'd all key in at the same time. It's a shame. Because they both say that at the same time, you see. They use their swear word simultaneously. 
they're looking at each other like in in, in a split screen. They both say it at the same time. Isn't that I'm fun? Time for later. <laughs> I'm very intrigued to see where you bring it in now. Um, if I stub my toe. <laughs> Yeah, so this is um, this was improvised as well, wasn't it? Them throwing insults at each other. Just what the idea of throwing insults at each other? No, no, the insults that they throwed. Yeah, probably because uh, hey, there's a lot of insults they throw at each other, and they add nothing to anything, and they're not smart, and they make an hour and twenty five minute movie, two hours and fifteen minutes. So makes sense that they're all improvised. Ah, uh, this yep. is interesting. It actually isn't. I almost panicked when I saw that it was, well, it's either 2 hours 17 or 2 hours 16, depending on which website you look at. But about 12 minutes of that runtime is credits. Are you counting the two mid-credits and post-credit sequences, though? Yes, the credits, yeah. I did spot that when I watched it, because it was like two hours in, or just over two hours in, and the credits died. I was like, wow. Yeah, I ran out of film. Yeah. Where's the film gone? (laughs) Uh, someone stole it and rightfully deleted it. Yeah, it turned into a book at the end. It was weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a chapter from the Book of Saw at the end. <laughs> because it was torture. Um, well, here's, here's a bit of trivia for you. In one argument between Hobbs and Shaw, Dwayne Johnson decided... Oh, right, so not all the, um, all the insults are ad-libbed. But Dwayne Johnson decided to ad-lib, ad-lib and came up with a lie about knocking Shaw's teeth so far down his throat he'd need to stick a toothbrush up his ass to brush them. Jason Statham was so amused by the ad-lib that he broke character and started laughing. That's the take that was used in the film. A little bit of trivia for you. You're welcome. Carry on. I'll come back when I have more to say. Are you actually going to walk away? Yeah. That's how I do this. Walk down the street and then run back when you have a... Yeah. That's how I... That's my process. Makes sense. (laughs) Carry on, man. Hattie heads to the Savoy and she pops on a wig and some sunglasses and for some reason this makes her look exactly like Sally Hawkins. (laughs) Paddington runs up to her. I would love this if suddenly, you know, she pops in there and Paddington's there and then it's like, I can't hang out with you because I'm, I'm mute now and I'm going to hang out with this alien. I'm going <laughs> to have sex with an alien. And suddenly this film is better than Citizen Kane. Everything's better than Many- Citizen Kane. Yeah, true. Is this the Citizen I mean- Kane of Fast and Furious films, though? And <laughs> <laughs> that it's over long, yes. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to see the mank version of this. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Morgan getting drunk at a party, <laughs> hurling out insults, and then Twain and Jason write them down like, oh, actually, this is good bloody material. He's got some crackers <laughs> here. I mean, he's saying some horrible things about our friends. He's got some, some real gossip he's laying down on everyone. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to write this down. Testicles through <laughs> shards of glass. Classic. <laughs> But Shaw, Deckard, knows her safe house, mm. heads there, and discovers there's a tripwire connected to a grenade, so he opens it carefully and yeah. finds a computer on a kitchen counter. That's the yep. thing that happens. Yeah. And then some people come in, and there's a fight scene there with, like, four people. 
yeah. Remember this? I mean, I haven't got many I notes about this. I watched it, but minutes ago. Right? <laughs> Classic fight. There's a yeah. fight, and then, you know, the, the, he has, then the pin comes out of the grenade, and then he has to put it back just before it blows up oh, or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty tense, that scene. I thought, if that goes off, this film's going to go in a completely different... Oh, way. man. They're going to have to change the logo. <laughs> They wouldn't have to do much because they would just get Luke Evans in. That's true. There's always a sure. You can be sure of that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Hobbs manages to catch Hattie around the backside of Savoy looking over the embankment. They have a little bit of a fight because he's trying to bring her in. Yep. And then he does. Well, she yep. does really well in the fight, I must say. She's good at, you know, manipulating things and moving about. Mm. Turns out she's uh, aerobic. Acrobatic. It was a new kind of pen. Got your normal bick, then you've got a row bick. <laughs> Which you fire out of a bow. I tell you, you know they, you know, you put your pen in your mouth when you're thinking. Don't do that with the aerobic ones because you're just going to eat it. It's bubbly, delicious. <laughs> I got nothing. That was what. That was what I was going to go for. So. Hive mind. I just, to ed- I'm left out, but I'm just going to say I was going to go for that too. <laughs> the trifecta. Now I want an arrow. I want you, oh. Then we go to Etion. Finally, this is Sarah. This is when we get to hang out with Brixton and see him get well, upgraded. One thing I will say is that that building is made of glass. There's not a lot of privacy there. <laughs> That would have been perfect. Just everything going on, and like you just see people walking by and proper staring. You're right. Been doing some <laughs> hiking. You see what's going on over there, like it's the fancy greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> All greenhouses are fancy. Mm. Great. <laughs> except, oh, for in, except for the one in Scum. That's not quite so fancy. That's uh, that was a fun time. <laughs> anyway, at the CIA black site in the Shard <laughs> Yes Hobbs goes out to FaceTime with uh, his daughter And do this people's eyebrow thing Oh uh, yeah, I wonder where you got that from Right? Well, that's not it's a brain. <laughs> and Hattie beats up a CIA guy yeah. In the background, like with a chair a bunch of times, and it's this comedy beat where he's not focusing on what's going on, he's focusing on his daughter or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. The Decker comes in to rescue her. And Hobbs is like, Why why are you here? What you what are you doing? Get, stop get your hands off my, you know, target. He's, like, he's not my target. She is my sister. We, did I'm we sure, know this I'm before sure. she says? No, 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 no. We know he oh. had a sister. Oh, right, okay. And by the fact that she's the only other character in the film, we knew it was that, yeah. but they hadn't announced it because, you know, maybe the five people who were watching this and going, this is a good film, didn't know that yet. Yeah. I only knew <laughs> I'd been to a few of their family barbecues. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Were, were, they, were, they, were, they, were they rooftop based or were they backyard based? Both. Uh, there was shrubbery on the roof. <laughs> what were they serving? I mean, alcoholic beverage-wise. They were oh, they were serving fierce looks. That's interesting. Kind of scary, actually. 
I don't mind being looked at. Oh. That would explain this audio-only podcast. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. But I also, but I am staring at the computer screen fiercely. Does does that get come across at all? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. getting into that. Yeah, I always get that every week. I just want to make sure I'm doing my best. Yeah, uh, right. I'm feeling the intensity. Okay, and he is in that tent. I mean, it's Glastonbury festival season, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure is. Anyway, speaking of festivals. How do you feel she has the virus in the palm of her hand? You know, like she's just been stamped. Which is like festivals at the moment. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then Brixton comes in with some group of people. They they, they break in to the window of the shard. Oh, wow. And they steal a hattie. And they start sailing down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, then Hobbs and Shaw both go over to the edge and they're like, right, we're going to go and we'll leap down and grab it together, right? Three, two, one, and then Hobbs goes. <laughs> and Shaw's like, nobody tells me what to do when he gets in the lift. Yeah, I like this. This is fun. No, trust me. Okay. I must say, I was very impressed that Hobbs just free falls through the sky to land on the baddie person and then afterwards doesn't even mention it. Like, imagine if you decided that you're, you're descending down the side of a building on a rope and you decide just to let go and just to fall for ages. You'd, be, you'd mention it for at least an hour afterwards. <laughs> Look, well, yeah. Three or four years ago, he got out of a hospital bed, flexed his arm to break the cast, jumped into an ambulance and drove the ambulance into a drone, shot the drone with a pistol and then ripped the Gatling gun off the drone to fire at a helicopter, ultimately only to drop the Gatling gun to pick up the pistol again, to fire it at some grenades that had been planted there by uh, his fam- his family, Dominic Toretto, and explode a helicopter. So this is just, you know, a holiday. It's by no means the most controversial thing he's ever done. Not even close. <laughs> Because that's coming up later in the film. Oh. Excited. We're going to get to things. We are. Keep listening, folks. <laughs> so as, as uh, Hobbs is falling, he uh, smashes a guy into the lift. Yeah. Trying to get uh, Shaw's attention. And then Shaw goes to a wanker. That's, that's a gorgeous moment. <laughs> I just love that fucking wanker. Because the two of them, right, they can't get along. They can't, yeah. can they? They can't get along. <laughs> this is the third film they're hanging out with each other and they just can't seem to become friends. It's so frustrating if they just looked past that and got to know each other. Right. I mean, mm. even in the Fate of the Furious, they said in a different life, they'd probably be best friends. Yeah. Why yeah. can't this be the different life? Yeah. It's a different film. It is very much a different <laughs> film. Because this one's they're basically washing away. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying they want a break? I think so. They're on a big building. (laughs) They fall to the ground. Uh, They fight. Brixton does the that thing again. Yep. And then manages to fight both of them off a little bit. And uh, it also mentions that, uh, hey, sure, put a bullet in Brixton's head once and now he's uh, better than ever. Yeah, we'll never see that. That would have been fun to see in like a flashback kind of thing. Yeah, but if he was in a flashback, he'd be way too young. Yeah, true. We've established flashbacks are only for children. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, didn't, uh, they didn't give her a name. To, 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 
Yeah, it wasn't named. What would it be called? What, would, what, what celebrity would they, would they name shooting someone in the head after? The Kurt Cobain? Well, okay. Let's or, the, or, or, or the Maybe Phil Spector. <laughs> Depending on who's being shot at, is it the self or is it the other? I guess it's the Phil Spector. Yeah. Anyway, Hobbs, Shaw and Hattie get in a car and try and escape with bricks and gets on his special computer bike. Yep, his Transformer. His Transformer. And this is the important part because they're on the streets of London and in the middle of this yep. chase, they pass a Greg's. This is the big takeaway from the film. I literally have written down they passed by a Greg's because I know this was the most important part of the whole thing. Yes, I remember seeing this in the cinema and when I rewatched it, I thought the exact same thing that I thought the first time around. That's not London. Was Why it not? filmed... Was it Newcastle some of it was filmed in? I think this part was Scotland somewhere. Scotland, yeah. Yeah. Home of giant Greggs. Yeah, I want to go there. What would they have? Just bigger sausage rolls? Oh, man. Probably. And ivory, obviously. Iron brew donuts? Do you reckon they would do that? Well, now we have to find out. Maybe covered. Maybe would it be would it, would it be like uh, you know the icing would it be iron brew flavored, or would they oh, have like jam? Jam, yeah. Jam, yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Damn. Now I'm craving it. Ba da ba ba ba. See, Brixton's bike can jump around. He leaps off a wall. Jump up, jump up, and say. And get down. Get, get down now. Yeah. And then Hobbs opens a car door and grabs another guy, Baddy, on a bike and yeah. holds him for a while and then smashes him into a wall. I quite like Yeah, it's yeah. a good way to kill someone. Yeah, if you're in the interest of murder. You're right. This is a fun movie. Yeah. What happens next? Oh, they slide under a lorry. And it causes a bus to skid. Fun. And then Brixton slides under the lorry and then he does this turn because he's got a computer bike. Yeah. And then he leaps into the bus and both sides of the bus have a uh, Welcome to London Tourism Board advert on it. But on both sides of this bus, yeah. he jumps right. Not one of them has cats written on it. And yeah, the colour in the, uh, the fairy lights of cats on the bus posters they used to have. Remember those? <laughs> Remember those yeah. cats posters? God. <laughs> never forget cats. Um, Johnny, I can never forget cats. Thanks you're welcome. You. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, we. Um, so yeah, he he jumps through the bus and he crashes and he he stands up and gets all angry. Um, what he I really takes his hat off. He stomps yeah. on it. Goes rass and frazzle, rass and rass. <laughs> what I really wanted here was a shot of the bus driver just looking at him like, "What the hell?" And the bus driver's a cat. Yes, that's what we needed. I'm the terror of the Thames. Also, <laughs> you owe me some damage. The Thames, thank you very much. <laughs> Don't blame me, I am Beowulf. <laughs> anyway, they get away, and Brixton's like, right, everybody, frame Hobbs and Shaw for everything that's just happened. It's their fault entirely. So we get a nice shot of Piccadilly London as uh, Thames News Channel LSTV broadcast the information that Hobbs and Shaw are evil people or something. It's basically the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. It is basically the end of Spider-Man Far From Home, except yeah. for we don't have J. Jonah Jameson, who is a reputable news source. We have LSTV, which I, I don't know what LSTV is. 
Is it London Television? Well, we know that they're uh, one of their most um, cherished viewers, Mike Hunt, calls in quite often. We're not going to read surnames anymore. Grow up. <laughs> okay? Oh, it's been a fun week. <laughs> Sorry if our audio is a bit echoey at the moment. Uh, we are recording this in a venue, which sometimes our cameras go dark, and I'm trying to I'm trying to show you it's a beautiful picture of this puppy who uh, who saved her life, and it's a it's a beautiful picture. It's really great television, actually. I just wish we could get to it. Oh, is that really pop music playing? Right. <laughs> you think that we're wrapping up? Sorry, stop that. Have we? Have we, have we? Have we got? No, no we haven't gotten. Um, hmm. Well, it would have been good. <laughs> oh, it's been a fun week. Carry on, sorry. <laughs> hey, yeah, news broadcasts do better. Mm. Anyway, Hattie needs to find the scientist who could possibly help remove the virus and enter Eddie Marzan, playing our favourite character, Professor Andrika. Another character, another actor I forgot was in this film, Eddie Marzan. Um, he dies in every film that he's in, basically. By that director, yeah. David Leach. Yeah, he dies in Deadpool. He yep. dies. He definitely dies in Tomic Blonde. Yeah, he's he's David Leach's lucky charm by way of murder. <laughs> Isn't that charming? It's like um, how Chris Nolan has um, Killian. Uh, Killian. Yeah, Killian Murphy. He, Killian Murphy. He, Killian's and, he, Murphy. and he always has uh, Killian Murphy in a, with a bag on his head, or usually most of the time. Yeah, because he's looking at the wet lip key and going, oh, your lips are too wet. I can't I can't stop <laughs> looking at you. I need to focus on the film. And every time I look at your wet lips, I have to sit down. Of course, I have no chairs on the set, so I can't. Kill, mask up. Yeah. Which is the which is what he doesn't do in uh, Dunkirk in his head. He just you know, locks him in a, <laughs> yes. a boat and makes him push yeah. a boy down and kill him. That wasn't <laughs> planned. Barry Keegan actually died on set. Barry Keegan yeah, no, is now a clone. Because he didn't realise that he was using his nickname. So Chris didn't want to kill he was like, no, 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 don't. Oh. I meant kill Ian. Who's Ian? <laughs> we'll never know. I'll tell you who's been told not to kill, though. Go on. Rickson is told not to kill Hobbs and Shaw by this mysterious yeah. voice. He wants, they, the mysterious voice wants to turn them into assets instead. The but he's like, oh, voice. they can't be turned. Mysterious uh, voice. Given Mysteri- by. Mysterious voice. In the end credits, I forget what the credits say the person is called, but whatever that name is, is a name that Ryan Reynolds used on Amazon to review his gin. Yes, it is. Um, it is Ryan Reynolds' uh, voice that they use, yep. but it's not his. It's not supposed to be his character. We don't know who he is, but we know they've had dealings with uh, Hobbs before. Well, it's not his character in this one because, of course, this is just Romeo doing his normal voice. But in the rest of the film, when he's playing Locke, of course, he's he's talking about uh, wearing sweaters and uh, cement, and he's got Welsh accent. We know that. What if what if this the voice character is who he meant when he said he just wanted to play Deadpool? He did do a couple of interviews at one point saying he was really excited about who he gets to act alongside. It's a legend he always wants to act alongside in this film, right? Yeah. And then you know we regretted it a couple <laughs> months later when the hype got too big. And that'd be Paul Bettany. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it always the way, though? Yeah. <laughs> Turns so out Android... the voice is just something named Boner. So Zoika is found, yeah. and uh, he looks at the palm and goes, you've only got 48 hours now. From now, we've only got 48 hours. And then Murphy says, what? 
Another 48 hours. <laughs> and those, then the, the capsules will dissolve into her bloodstream and she'll die, right? Mm. So there's only two options. Kill her. Uh, option um, one isn't just, kill, isn't just to kill her, burn and her burn body. Yeah. Yeah. Good option. Right? Proper burn it. Properly burn it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they burn it. There's no nothing in this film that has a way to burn anything. We won't get to anything. <laughs> option two is to, there's a machine that can remove the virus. It's called the virus machine. But it's at Etienne oh. Science Place. Yeah, it's an autumn antivirus. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's McAfee. That's the worst part. <laughs> Norton, you can download McAfee. You kind of have to get a floppy disk and install it that way. <laughs> now I want Graham Norton in this, in this film. If only. Play, playing floppy disk? Yes. Ooh! <laughs> can't fit in there. <laughs> so Hobbs and Shaw wanted. They can't get out of the UK. Yeah. They need to get to Etion, which is, you know, somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Some, they, they don't quite know yet, but Decker's got like this underground bunker in a pub. Yep. So, so they go to his HQ, and there's lots of cars there, Johnny. Yes, yes. Uh, this was one of the things we were talking about, and you didn't even realise as you were doing the notes. Oh, yeah, because uh, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a there's a Mini. A, a Mini Cooper is at the end of the line of cars. And uh, Jason Statham clearly says, well, uh, sure, clearly says... Oh, I used that on a job in Italy, an Italian job, if you will. So, canon. But it actually isn't because in that film, he drives that car in Los Angeles, not in Italy. Yeah, that's oh. how it, the Italian job, the first 20 minutes of the Italian job, and then Ed Norton turns tail and kills Donald Sutherland, and everything else is them heisting him in LA. Duh. <laughs> Oh. And the sequel was always meant to be the Brazilian job. And then F. Gary Gray kind of got to do it because he got to work with Statham and Charlie's again. I haven't watched that in years. Well, that's the Italian shame, job. Really Great. Yeah, it's like, almost like the people who made Hobbs and Shaw didn't watch actual films. <laughs> it's almost like Jason Statham forgot the film he was in. I mean, look, he's been he busy. He home. worked with Uwe Boll. <laughs> what, the famous boxer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives uh, everybody a disguise. He also mentions that uh, you know the, he that uh, the one he gives to Hobbs might be a little bit uh, too loose around the crotch area for him because Shaw's already worn it in because he's <laughs> got big balls. You see, that's 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 right, right. And also he makes new IDs for everybody really quickly. Yeah. So Hattie's ID. She's Sarah Atkins, Australian. She works in insurance and she's a part-time ski instructor. Yeah. Deckard here. He's yeah. Franz Gruber. He's a freelance architect. He's an avid mountain climber. But you know, of all the characters, hey, that's the one that's fit Jason Statham the most. Yeah. I don't see him as an action person. I see him as an architect. He, he looks like an architect. He does. Yeah. And that hat he has on is so cute. And then, of course, we've got Hobbs. Yep. Michael. Yeah. Oxmoor. Robert, what's his name? Michael Oxmoor. But if you're friends with him. If you're friends with him, I guess you'd call him Hobbs because you know that's a fake. <laughs> what are you True. talking about? 
If you're fun, if you're friends with Michael, you'd call him Mike, right? My brother's called Michael. I don't call him Mike. Oh, I call him brother. Yes, yeah. just in case you're in a movie, so people know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like to set out for any kind of you know information and explanation quickly. Well, what are you, what are you trying to get at, folks? Well, it's small. Okay, but what's that got to do with anything? What's his That's name? Well, you'd expect it to be at an airport, wouldn't you? <laughs> Shrinkage, innit? Yeah. <laughs> it's the air pressure. Also, again, this is LSTV News. We're not going to do any more surnames. <laughs> not reading them out, okay? He's Michael. Have a good week. And uh, his biometrics have been futzed around with by <laughs> Deckard, and he is detained so that uh, he can, that Deckard and Hattie can go and fly off together. He's uh, taken her back to do some cavity searching, but then a couple of seconds later he comes back in because he's so charming. They let him go, even though he was like wanted. They're like, no, nah, we're still going to let you go. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Because uh, nothing in this film has any consequence. And then they sit down <laughs> on a plane together, and it's five minutes of uh, these two guys talking about how big their genitals are and how Hobbs is going to have sex with Hattie Shaw at some point. <laughs> oh, and then we get off. This is, this is this is five. I, I counted. This is actually five minutes of just these two people, these two men doing this Blimey. before finally someone tells them to shut up. Yeah. And that person, of course, is Air Marshal Kevin Hart. Air yeah. Marshal Binkley. <laughs> I don't think that's a character name. I think that's a Mike Oxmoor name. <laughs> Another I actor. Think, I, I think he's realize. playing Kevin Hart in this film. Another actor I did not realize was in this film. I completely forgot. I've only ever seen this once when it came out in the cinema. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Dinkley's here, and uh, they call him out and being an air marshal immediately because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't even try to hide the fact that he is one. But now he wants to be part of the team. Everyone yeah. wants to be part of their team for some reason. Yeah. And then we cut away because uh, Androika is then caught by Brixton and gets sent to Etion HQ. And then we reveal um, something very important here because uh, Brixton ties him up and then reveals, uh, I've got written down here, a Rick Dalton machine. Rick Dalton machine? Oh, sorry, it's called a flamethrower. All <laughs> oh, right. Now <laughs> uh, I watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Or I could just read the book do both at the same time anyway we go to moscow because there's a mansion where madam m i had to find this information out because that's got a character name that is listed here and her group of feminist hijackers are looting a russian mafia mansion tying these people up and taking everything and she kisses deckard and you know then shows them where etienne's main hq in ukraine is hands them some parachutes and some stuff and says go go and do that and then hands hattie over to brixton so that she can infiltrate this mm-hmm. is a scene that happens. <laughs> yeah, this is... It was good to see that uh, Deckard Shaw can kiss a woman, because otherwise I was scared that uh, he was just someone who was concerned about the welfare of his sister. But now we also know that uh, you know, he has women all over the globe who want to kiss him. Yeah. But only in front of his sister. Only in front of his sister. And Don't his think so. It's a fair play. <laughs> 
Anyway, they uh, parachute down into a cooling tower. Oh, no, wait a second. Sorry. They they try to eject first, and uh, Hobbs ejects Shaw first and says, don't tell me what to do. They do. They will find that thing there. And then they jump into a cooling tower, and they plant a 45-minute uh, bomb. Yeah. Oh, and then we have the, the code. It sounds like a plot device. <laughs> it sounds like a very complete plot device. Also, Brixton quickly tells Hattie, hey, uh, the plan for this uh, virus... And Etienne in general, we're going to kill the weak people with a strong survivor. We're going to have a new world order or something. It's just, you know, it really is thrown away as this is what we're doing, I guess. <laughs> so you're going to have to save the world. Okay. And now we come to two doors. And they look through, Shaw looks through his door with some sort of technology. And there's like a bunch of people. He's like, actually, you should take this door. And I'll take your door, Hobbs. And Hobbs like, nah, this one's, you know, this one's my door. Because you can only see one man behind it. And he opens the door, and the man is a big man. He's a big man, bigger than bigger than Hobbs. And he has a weapon. Yeah, he has a wrench, which, as we all He's know, got his tool in the sand. killed a guy with a wrench oh, before yeah. the past and furious even happened. So we know that wrenches are very dangerous with big men. Yes, not as dangerous as a brick, uh, which you can, can stab them. Yeah, you can. Actually, yeah. quite easy. Don't, don't know how. That seems ridiculous. No way is it easy. No one would ever be able to do that. But Hobbs knocks this guy out so quickly. Yeah. That's the joke, right? He's he's big, but he's weak. <laughs> and then we watch Shaw fight a bunch of guys and smash them into the wall again. And then they go and do the biometrics with the face scanner at the other side of the corridor. I thought they said something like, uh, we can't kill them because we need their, uh, we need to scan their eyes. Yep. Yeah. But their eyes are closed. Yep, they're knocked out. He, he, yep, he's knocked them out and he hasn't yeah. opened their eyes again. Okay, yeah, right. makes sense. But that's the problem because if he killed them, they'll, as you know, evap- evaporate. So he can do it. Yeah, it, eyes are very temperamental things. Yeah, yeah. but you, you can you can open doors that read your eyes with your eyes closed, apparently. Okay. Uh, so they open the yeah, doors. So he's, and they, well, no, no, he smashes oh. everyone's face in for a while and then finds oh, one yeah. person with an open eyes, which he doesn't have to open himself because apparently he can't touch eyes himself, I guess. And yeah. then they open up and then, hey, everyone's looking at them and Brixton's there. It's like, well done. Yeah. And then chains them up. Yeah. Chains with them up electric and uh, it's electric chains and uh, they'll kill per person four times uh, with four <laughs> charges. Yeah. But they can go to five. Oh, yeah. Well, Hobbs is so sure they can go to fight. <laughs> meanwhile, right, meanwhile, whilst you're doing all that stuff, Hattie breaks free from the table she's tied to and uh, kills a couple of guards. Yeah. That just happens. <laughs> Didn't tie her up very well. Yeah. I'm kind of stupid considering who she is and how important she is. <laughs> oh, and uh, Brixton calls himself Black Superman. Yeah. Uh, that line was originally Black Bond, but he refused to say it. Mm. Yeah, because that'd be stupid. Black Superman makes sense. Black Bond doesn't make sense in that thing. That's, that's the I thing. Black he should have said Robocop, though. Yeah. That would have worked. But yeah, Black Bond doesn't work. Is so... Black I mean, Captain Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> Black, Shazam. Black Shazam. I guess we already said that Black Captain, Captain Marvel. I guess. Technically. <laughs> um, Black Man? <laughs> and then he Ow. looks at the camera and goes but I'm no hero <laughs> um, but yeah we get how many cup of tea does he say <laughs> oh now we're talking now we are talking 
Does oh. anyone like McCavity? Does no one like McCavity? Oh yeah, go on. I haven't watched it in a while. To be fair, I've been we've we've had musical months, so I've had a lot of other musical songs. How what? Oh, she said to be sure, right? <laughs> I'm gonna guess um, what you're saying famous Irish phrases at some point. Well, so rude. Um. How many um how many electric trucks do we get? I think about three, is it? I think we get three. Yeah. Oh, is that only three? Yeah. yeah, it's not many because then Hobbs decides to actually he's gonna side with Etio. Yeah. Right. He's like, actually that's a good idea. Right, okay. And then Hattie immediately comes out and it's like, ha, huh, I'm gonna do some kicking here. Yeah. And then but he's he, going to Brixton. He he does uh he does uh motion to Shaw and he says if you're in a band if we were in a band, you would be... Who is it? Uh... Hanson. <laughs> Did you say Hanson? Yeah. Mmm, pop. Oh, if only. I wonder what a Hanson is. Um, what is the name? It's Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Yeah, yeah. Distraction. That's, that's, how, that's how Shaw knows. Yes, okay. Well, that's not really important because it doesn't matter. I know, but it's a nice little beat. Because right. Hattie, their names are going to break cinema. It's like, ha, ah, good luck with that, because you can't shoot him. They need activation codes, and the codes are in the gloves, right? Yeah. But it doesn't matter, because uh, here comes Eddie Marsden with a Rick Dalton machine to attack. Oh, so good. This is the only part that I kind of clapped in the cinema. Like, <laughs> yeah. Eddie Marsden with a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty damn good. So Hobbs and Shaw are free. Hattie finds a glove and starts shooting. Shaw gets in a jeep. Hattie jumps in with there. And then Androika is just killed. Eddie Marsden is just like, yep, Brixton, Brixton yep. just kills him. And then Hobbs heads into, uh, there's a truck where it's got the machine in it. So mm-hmm. he's heading that way. Brixton gets on his special Tron bike. <laughs> and then the bomb blows up, so everything starts exploding. Because why not? I mean, this is when, you know, you see the Ukrainian nuclear facility start collapsing. And you're like, mm, this feels in bad taste. So the Shaws hit a ramp thing and jump into a second floor of a warehouse and then Hobbs is driving a huge truck around there smashing drones and things again. And then Hattie leaps into the Jeep and then Shaw leaps on the back of the Jeep. Sorry, leaps on the back of the truck. And then Brixton lands there and they have a fight and they do more of that uh, stuff where you can predict where Jason Tatum's going to be punching. And then buildings start collapsing. And they managed to escape, and Brixton's just left lying there. Yeah. Piece of trivia, by the way, the the advanced technology isn't predicting how people are going to hit him. He just has the script preloaded. <laughs> there was a script. Yeah. <laughs> Could have fooled me. <laughs> Maybe that's why he does get punches landing on him at some point as well. Maybe. That the improvs. <laughs> but uh, so they escape, but the machine's damaged. Who can fix it? Where can they go to escape? It's time to go home. This is an hour and 25 minutes in the film, and now we go to Samoa. Blimey. Nothing has happened in this first <laughs> 85 minutes. Toy Story, at this point, has established an entire world, a whole story, characters you love, songs you love. But we've still had fun. Can't say we've not had fun. We've okay. had uh, Dwayne Johnson jumping down buildings and jumping Seven. onto people. Ryan Reynolds was good at the beginning. Yeah, Reynolds was there at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, yeah, so now we, we get a change of setting at least. That's interesting. We get a change of setting, and uh, they're in a uh, car, and uh, they're on the phone. Yep. Asking what they're wearing. Uh, Kevin Hart's there, and uh, off screen, he helped charter a private jet without being on the record. Yeah. And he's talking from a toilet stall. Isn't that fun? <laughs> and he wants That's to still fun. be part of the team. He still wants to be part of the team. So Decker just throws the phone out the car window, and I was like, that was my phone. How dare you? Mm. Honestly, you describing the film is better than the film. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's worth writing all this unnecessary stuff. <laughs> Now that now they've reached the Hobbs house. Yep, Hobbs house. Yep. Right. And apparently Jonah is the best mechanic in the world. He can fix anything. Even this you know, d- device that no one can. Can he seen. fix their relationship though? Right? <laughs> See, now now you're getting into the crux of it. It's metaphorical, right? Oh. <laughs> there are deeper meanings here at play. See, it's fun and deep. <laughs> That's for my Twitter profile. <laughs> That's my Tinder profile. They're the same thing. We share a profile. I don't know why we do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what happens next? Oh, well, he's uh, Hobbs is about to open the door. He knocks on the door and waits. And Hattie and Decker are like, you know, $50 as he punches him in the face. Uh, and they open the door, and it's Jonah, it's Clef Curtis, and he punches him in the face. Hey! And Hobbs falls yeah, down the stairs. Trading. You knew that was going to happen. Did we? Well, yeah, no, I think that Shaw definitely knew it was going to punch him, because again, because of the script. Well, I, yeah. didn't. I was in the cinema, and I, I put money down, and I had to hand money over to Shaw, and I felt really guilty, but I felt That's awkward great. about that. <laughs> so... so that bastard. I thought I had good odds as well. I thought there's no way Hobbs is going to get another punch. Impossible. No way, right? It was 50-50 odds. That's what I thought. It's not... more tequila guy. <laughs> <laughs> this was one of my champagne problems, I guess. <laughs> Christy, things are broken. Anyway, they're about to have a little bit of a fight, Jonah and Luke. And then Mama Hobbs steps in and she's like, don't fight. We're family. Thank Everyone you. is welcome here. Mm-hmm. Except for Vin Diesel. Except for Vin Diesel, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, those days are gone. Yeah. So Jonah doesn't believe that they were set up. He's, like, sceptical about the whole group coming over here. He thinks they're actually bad guys. Yeah. Mm. But we know Brixton, bad guy. <laughs> Black Superman. Definitely Black Superman. And uh, we also learn there are like 12 Hobbs boys here. Yeah. Huge, talented mechanics and fixers. And uh, apparently uh, Hobbs was the, back in the day, Hobbs was the only one who saw through his father who planned to use the family to steal drugs and various materials. And he put his father away in jail, and everyone doesn't like him because of that. Mm, yeah, that was the basic idea. I, I didn't guess. know that. <laughs> that's that's that was in dialogue. That was yeah. in dialogue. I wasn't listening when I was watching that. There's yeah. a whole song about it. <laughs> I did miss the song. I can't believe this is a musical. You do know that. Yeah, but they're not in uh, digital fair technology, so I wasn't interested. No, they're in digital fast technology. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Brixton's now been given permission to kill Hobbs and Shaw because Ryan Reynolds is all like, right, who cares now? Yeah. Now head to Samoa. Let's just get this film over with. Let's get this film over with. Yeah. And uh, Hattie forms a connection with Luke because they were both the straight-laced ones in their family. Yeah. And then they go and like, right, well, we need to get prepared to have a fight on this island. Let's go to our gun cabinet. Or just the cabinet, because there's no oh, guns. No, Mama Hobbs got rid of the guns. They only have these heirlooms to fight with now. So they have to go, you know, gorilla style. Because gorillas have a lot of heirlooms. They do. Yeah. They do. They pick them oh. out of each other's fur. Yeah, that's true. Digital fur. Uh-oh. <laughs> have we gone bad already? <laughs> so Hattie's got this idea that uh, she's got this glove still from Etion. She can hack that and uh, stop the uh, reverse the system and shut down all the weapons. So she's going to do that. And the Hobbs family start digging holes around the area and put mines in there and they grab some old cars and they throw some gas canisters in there. And Hobbs just says, the island will provide, brother. I love that the mum threw away the guns but kept the mines. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I think they were too too valuable. And also, yeah. you know, you can sell guns online, where there's mines, you kind of have to have you someone You can't give them away, because otherwise they'd be called yours. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so the plan is they're going to try and... They're expecting to be raided about dawn, so they're going to try and face off as the sun comes over the enemy, so it blinds them. That's their uh, statistic, t- tactical planning. Mm. And they get a six-minute window of no guns, right? And then Hattie and Hobbs just have this uh, have moment where they face the sunset together, thinking it might be the final time they ever see a sunset. And Luke who regrets not showing his daughter the family and connecting them. Hattie wishes that she knew Deckard wasn't a bad guy all this time, so they would have connected more. And they agree that if they survive, they'll make amends, and they kiss on that. They say, "Well, that's our pact." Like an American Pie where they all, you know, raise a glass and say, you know, we'll get laid before prom. Mm-hmm. This is the same situation. And I'm assuming Eugene Levy will come in and uh, watch Hobbs fuck a pie at some point. <laughs> anyway, the machine is now back working because Jonah is a genius. But it takes 30 minutes to extract this stuff. So Hattie's got to run around with this backpack on full of a machine. It actually didn't take 30 minutes. It's going to take actual 30 minutes. Yeah. The sun rises real fast in this place. Well, that really bothered me because there's one scene where it's pitch black and then, like, in the next frame, it's, like, midday. Yeah, yeah. Etienne starts coming in and Hobbs appears shirtless. It's darkness. And he starts getting, psyching these guys out. And then the brothers start appearing and uh, the guns don't work so the, and they blow up the cars. And then suddenly uh, Shaw comes out with this uh, with a car and starts creating a ring of fire. A ring of fire. Yep. <laughs> and then the sun is like all down at this point. I've just got a ring of fire in my head now. Shall we watch Walk the Line? Yeah, it goes down, 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 down. No, no, we don't do that. So, so we see a bunch of, you know, men fighting men. <laughs> Batman does. Close combat. Batman <laughs> good, good for him. <laughs> And then we get a helicopter as well now, yep. because uh, we haven't had enough vehicles in this film. A helicopter's coming in, and uh, Brixton throws a motorbike at someone. <laughs> as you do. Yep. Then he grabs Hattie and puts her on the chopper, and they 
playoff. And then the middle of all this mayhem and melee on the island, Deckershaw turns to everybody and yells, Hobbs! And only Luke turns around. (laughs) (laughs) But then he does the most controversial thing in the entire film. So the helicopter's escaping, there's chaos everywhere, carnage. He's in the middle of a chase scene. He has time to find a T-shirt and put it on. <laughs> Where was Jesus. The... That is phenomenal thought. Yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> well noticed. There was something about the T-shirt in the IMDb trivia. Um, I'm trying to find. There were two things, because there were... Because uh, there's a number on the T-shirt, right? Yeah. Uh, Hobbs wears a shirt with number seven on it. Dwayne Johnson is a seven-time WWE champion. Um, but the other thing was someone else has written that maybe the number seven is... Where is it? There's a lot of number sevens on this page. Um, hold on. Um, almost, I think, okay. um, this could be a nod to Dwayne Johnson's production company, Seven Bucks Produ- Productions. Incidentally, while we're talking about Easter eggs, so one of The Rock's brothers in the film is his real-life cousin, yes. Raymond Reigns, who is yep. the current champion, I believe, in WWE. Yep, yep, that was that as well. That was somewhere in here. There's a lot of trivia notes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a very trivial film. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so... What happens next? Oh, oh, well, well, the, right? yeah, no, Shaw gets uh, into a tow truck and Hobbs gets on the back and he uh, holds the chain, throws the chain onto the chopper and then has to, uh, you know, make sure the chain doesn't fly off because it's coming off. So he's like grabbing the chain as the helicopter is lifting the back end of the truck off the ground. Mm. So he's doing like the Captain America thing with the helicopter in the ground. Yeah. At this moment. And uh, then the rest of the Hobbs family come in and try and hook up to each other which you know this is basically uh, this is a, a car centipede they're creating <laughs> to stop everyone from hovering and keeping the uh, helicopter close to the ground yeah and then they all start hitting the nose and pulling the chopper down <laughs> you've got to have nose you've got to have nose right but yeah. then oh no six minutes are up six minutes are up the guns are now online on everything uh-oh Oh, oh boy. But now they're hitting the minefield. Now they hit the minefield and these things start flying up and hitting the chopper and blowing up some of these cars for the bad guys who are there as well. Bad guys. Do you know what? I would have loved it if when the, the guns go online, they say there's an update available and it just automatically... <laughs> that would make a lot more sense. And yeah. they have to scroll through the terms and conditions. Oh, I mean, there's like 235 pages of that. Yep. <laughs> But you've got to make sure you're on Wi-Fi as well. It's just because it's gone online doesn't mean you know connected to a secure service. You can't just do it on 4G. That's ridiculous. It's gonna to be too much data. So you can't. It's actually just not usable. You, you, I mean, you can use some of the old stuff. So you can you know use blanks or look at some incendiaries, but you just can't use a proper ammo. Mm. So Hattie finally decides to break free now that uh, the uh, 30 minutes are nearly done and she's getting tired. Yeah, but it's not quite done. Because then the helicopter starts uh, collapsing. 
and it falls down a ravine and there's a storm coming and then the truck is dragged down with it. So Hobbs and Shaw and Brixton and Shaw and a couple of other Etienne folk are dragged down into this rain field. It has its own weather system, doesn't it? Because there's it does. no... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there were storm clouds on the horizon, but now suddenly it's just rain. And I don't mean the Korean pop star. I wish, gosh, I wish we did. <laughs> so Hattie's held at gunpoint by some, uh, this, 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 this Etienne guy, because Brix is like, look after her and then kill her when the thing's done. <laughs> and he goes off and fights Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. But see, when, when they both attack at the same time, his system can only handle one threat. Yeah. Can't, can't handle both. So it I'll take handle one, one script. And they, they agree that they will take one hit as the other one gets a punch for a bunch of times. They learn to work together briefly. Oh, like friends. Like family. Family. Yeah. Like brothers. So Hattie gets the thing extracted and then immediately kills the guy before he kills her. Because that, that was the thing that was about to happen. Yeah. And then Brixton is beaten. It turns out that uh, all the technology well can't beat Hart. <laughs> Heartbeat. And so all the technology right. in the world can beat his heart because... Etienne, Etienne shuts Brixton down yeah and he falls in the water so he's not dead he's uh, he's down in AI territory so he's going to wake up in like a hundred years and hang out with Gigolo Joe <laughs> which I'm very excited to see yourself and Jude Law to you know have wild adventures together <laughs> with Teddy wait what is AI alright I... yeah I was thinking of um, the Matthew McConaughey Anne Hathaway film. Jennifer. Matthew McConaughey Anne Hathaway film. Yeah. Serenity. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why that popped into my head. Sorry, carry on. Wow. Well, you know who is uh, second mate for Matthew McConaughey in that film, right? No. Most you can do. The greatest oh. hacker in the world. I did. Um, I did the test screening for that, and I've not ever. I've never seen the actual fully finished film. Do you remember how many times Anne Hathaway uses the word "daddy"? No. It's a I lot. Remember, it's a lot. I remember being very disappointed with it and not really participating in the um, in the feedback because I was just like, "This is." Um... <laughs> did you put your hand up and say, "I wish it had more of my favorite character from your first film, Stephen Knight"? I just said there's no saving this and walked out. There is absolutely saving this because you know who uh, Stephen Knight's first film was? No. Locke. Sorry? Locke was his first Locke. film. All right. And so if you, brought, if you brought Locke in, if you're like, right, what if we cut every so often and the, the kid was also playing a car game in which uh, he's playing a Welsh guy in a sweater driving from Cardiff to London overnight? Oh, look at that. I've, we've brought us all full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're full circle. We're full circle. Yeah. Meanwhile, Hobbs and Shaw are arguing about which one's the psychic to the other one. Yeah. And the credits start beginning. Yes. See, here, I thought, oh, we've got about 17 minutes left. So I was like, yeah. there, must, there must be about 10 minutes of, like, wrap-up stuff. They go back to London and there's another split screen of them going to bed or something. <laughs> but it just goes straight to credits. Night, Luke. Night, yeah. Luke. Like Father Ted and Dougal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the end. No, no, because no, because during the credits we see Samantha visit the Hobbs family. Yeah, and then Hattie and Decker go and see Magdalene in prison. They bring her a cake. Yeah, right. And Locke calls Hobbs. 
<laughs> yeah, I forgot about this. What's the name that they use for this one? Right, okay. Well, no, before that, uh, oh, no, like a, it's like, uh, right, he's trying to talk to uh, Luke, and he's like, no, no, Luke's not Luke's not here. This is his daughter. It's like, oh, you've got exactly the same voice. <laughs> yeah. Which recalls yourself, and that's, that's like a joke that goes on for half a minute on itself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't got what it's called, but it's just a, it's just a new virus. It's just saying there's a new virus. It melts people from the outside, which is the opposite from melting mm. people on the inside. And then he goes and spoils the end of Game of Thrones. Yeah, which at this point was like a month and a half old. Creators of the show. Sorry. I think to be fair, the creators of the show spoiled the ending. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, don't make television. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Make cinema so we can make podcasts. <laughs> But, right, he jokes about the end of Game of Thrones and everyone's like, oh, we haven't seen it yet. How dare you? We're watching a big blockbuster. And then they stay through the credits because they're so angry that halfway through the credits, Shaw's in a pub. He gets a phone call. Yep. Hobbs is checking in. He's like a good friend. And he also wanted to hear this. And the <laughs> uh, police are and go, Hugh Janus, come out no, with your a... hands up. <laughs> Hobbs planned this. So Shaw opens the door. He's like, you guys aren't ready for this. He's going to beat all these guys up. They're like, okay, that's an interesting way to end the film. Is he going to do that, or is he going to sing, or...? He's going to recite cats. Jellicle cats are jellicle <laughs> cats are jellicle cats are jellicle cats. I don't know the lyrics. I think you've seen the You've seen cats three times at least, Andrew. Four times? Not Some... nearly enough times. More than I ever, more than any human should. Not a cat, maybe not a dog. But then, hey, you're like, well, I'll sit through the rest of the film anyway and see if there's anything besides the Universal Orlando Studios visit from Florida thing. And then we get the post credits. Yeah. And Locke's in pain now. He's like, oh, oh, I really hurt. I've got blood on me. Oh no, it's someone else's blood. It's fine. Yeah. You're still there. You're still there, Luke. I, I, I stabbed a guy with a brick. It was surprisingly easy. And that's that. And that's that. That literally is then. It's just like, oh, okay. End of the film. And that was the present from Fast and Furious. Yep. And what what was it you called it earlier? Oh, well, we I, well, Hobbs and Boar. Hobbs and Boar. Hobbs and Snore. Two options. Still, still fun, though. Have fun times. Well, I think the reason I didn't call it Fast and Furious is because it's slow and tedious. <laughs> Very yeah, fun. I mean, there's not much, not much goes on in it, but there's still some fun scenes. You know, it is fun. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. ask for your money back, would you? I've only seen it for free. <laughs> I'll pay for it in a box set that was cheap. Sounds quite cinema moment, incidentally. If anyone wants to watch it, there you go. You don't even need to listen to this podcast. You can watch it. It'll be an hour longer. <laughs> <laughs> And where, would, where would we rank this in Oof. the uh, the uh, the uh, the art of humanity? <laughs> like, quite low. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, mid, mid middling to low. Sarah. So I think it was alright. It's very forgettable, but it was quite. There are fun scenes, but honestly. I think most of the fun comes from the cameos and not from the cast. I think that the film could have just had the rock in it and got rid of Jason Statham. 
he's not really needed in it. Idris Elba was decent enough as a villain, as he tells you every four seconds. <laughs> it was all right. It was it was the Ewok caravan of courage to the Star Wars episode one. <laughs> I couldn't put it by myself. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I totally agree with the um the cameos are the best part of it. Yeah. But that was the part those were the moments where I was like I perked up a bit. I was like, Oh, I forgot he was in this. Oh, I forgot he popped in up in this as well and yeah. Yeah, so I'd agree there. What what cameos do you think I'm missing? If you could put one more cameo in, who would you put in there? Vin Diesel, right? No. Steve Martin. <laughs> Steve Martin would be pretty good, actually, yeah. But he'd be too busy trying to get his car to join the Fast and Furious franchise. I can't remember the line that he uses, but he says a lot of F-words. You can't remember the line, can you, Johnny? Looks no. like you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Here's a question, though. Do you think there's going to be a Hobson Shaw 2, which I know they've talked about, or yes. are we going to see them in 10 and 11? Nope. You don't have a little? Then is very uh, short vindictive. Yeah. And so <laughs> the decision to uh, do this was like, uh, he, was, he told Jason Statham, if you do that, you're not going back to the family. And I can see him being like staunchly, I'm not going to sit and let this happen. Because the film was so bad, I can't have them ruin my films. It would be a genuine surprise if they did turn up, though, wouldn't it? It'd be a genuine surprise, but would it be good? It'd be like, uh, oh, great. Did they brought Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart in this one. And now they're a foursome hanging out. Isn't the idea, though, that Fast and Furious 10 and 11 are the Avengers endgame of wacky racing? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that means because we get Speed Racer, finally, going into the franchise, as we all yeah. have funded. Obviously, and we have the uh, the Captain Caveman car, which is uh, Chris Pratt in Jurassic World garb. <laughs> uh, Peter Perfect. God, I haven't watched Wacky Races in far too long. You haven't watched Wacky Races? How, what, what were I you used to love that show. Yeah. What have you been doing this How whole How come lot? there's not a Wacky Races movie? Well, um, Dick Dastardly appeared in Scoob last year. Yeah, yeah. That's what they were trying to do. They're setting up the franchise like that. That's what we got instead. Scoob, which had Simon Cowell in it. <laughs> because, because he had a, a, a licensing agreement with the company, and that was the film that ended up going with, as opposed to any of the other films they could have <laughs> gone with. And so he's just sitting at a, you know, a malt shop opposite them, and that's the whole thing. It's like, what is this? Who is this for? Why? So my cameo suggestion for the next Hobbs and Shaw or even F10 would be Simon Cow. Why not? Yeah. And he could be like, uh, I like your singing voice, Dominic Toretto. I'm going to change your name to Vin Diesel. I'm going to read some really good songs. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need an album. We need an album. Sarah, where can we find you? So I am actually in, in your wardrobe at the moment. And Thank you for being there, by the way. I appreciate it. Oh, you know, it's been... You're looking bit... after my clothes. You're making sure the moths don't eat them. And yeah, in yeah, turn, I, I give you a couple of threads. Yeah, thank you both for inviting me back onto your illustrious 
Are You Movie Mad podcast for a second time. Almost unheard of. Well, we had to invite you back. No, no, it literally is unheard of. I've looked at the reviewing (laughs) things. Oh, you haven't released it yet. Touche. (laughs) So you can find... Okay, so I've got a YouTube show, which people might enjoy, which is the Sarah O'Connell Show on YouTube, which is an entertainment show with celebrity interviews. There's about 200 of them on there at the moment. And you can find me on Twitter at Sarah O underscore Connell or Sarah O'Connell Show on Instagram, Facebook. And I'm also on Clubhouse at Sarah O'Connell. 200 celebrities. There can't be that yep. many celebrities. Oh, no, no, no. Well, no, it's like 200 episodes. Okay. There's um, 12 celebrities <laughs> who survives. There has been some people returning up to five times, but I think the, some episodes have had up to 50 people in them. So there's well over 200 wow. guests on my show. But yeah. <laughs> so you do a lot of work. I'm quite tired. Yeah, I've already filmed the next 25 episodes. Whoa. Listen, it's not a competition, okay? I mean, it feels like it is now. We, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, we've got to, we've got to make sure there's enough Fast and Furious films to record episodes of now. Can we get twenty five more? How many more guests do we need? I'm only in competition with myself. But so the thing is, I, I sometimes wish I'd just done bot unboxing videos or makeup reviews or something. Sourcing an actual famous person for every episode is a bit tricky. But mm. so sometimes several come along at once. So I may film three or four in one day. And then I try and I like to have like a backlog of them. So I've got some time to do some editing and just release them at my own pace, whatever that may be. Mm. Yeah. Are you doing celebrities doing unboxing? I think so. Unboxing other celebrities. I think yeah, you, you, you can film you boxing something, send it over to them and they can unbox it. And it could be like a satisfying you know, narrative arc going on in a video. Yeah, exactly. We'll just film Frank Bruno on a day off. That's unboxing. <laughs> Johnny, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at uh, movie underscore mad and Instagram at movie underscore mad. I believe you and Sarah are kind of the only two people I actually interact with on Twitter when I'm on a rare occasion I tweet. Um, I'm constantly amazed, Sarah, by just how how much you put out there and how busy you keep yourself. I, I don't know how you can like I'm a I'm a professional procrastinator and I just tag along to these podcast episodes and Andrew does all the all the work. So uh, right. you're an inspiration. <laughs> the only reason I do as much as it might appear that I'm doing is because I'm putting off tidying the kitchen. Ah fair enough. <laughs> That's fair enough. All and the living room it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise this through video. It's just true. Um, where can we find you, Andrew? Oh, I'm on Twitter at Ethan Runt. I'm also on my burner account, Scott Derrickson. <laughs> so, you know, we enjoy my humorous content there and my updates on what's happening in me not directing Doctor Strange 2. Mm. <laughs> and you can also find me at the cinema watching F9 The Far Saga last week. Yes. And I'm assuming people do have the ability to have a time travel or understand narratives in a linear, in a non-linear format like the Fast and Furious franchise have already established. Exactly. This has been the end of our journey. Yeah. Down the road, not travelled. I'm not sure if it is. For now. Well, this yeah, is our last Friday. There's more films. I'm there's sorry. There's a lot more films. Yeah. 
This is our last Fast and Furious film we're covering in the And there's up. a lot more Fridays. I've got a question for you then. Gosh. So uh, I think after, after or before, I can't remember, even though I read it today, Too Fast, Too Furious, isn't there two half an hour episodes? Like little mini things that they filmed. There, there was. I only found out about this uh, today. What? Well, there you go. Yeah, but we've already covered too fast. We, you see, we've done Los Bandoleros, we've done the the ride. I haven't. We didn't do the video game. No, no, we didn't do. Video game, we didn't do but... the Lego Technic set, but it also feels like there's two more sitcom episodes. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're episodes of the TV show episodes, which star right. Paul Walker in character. <laughs> it's like uh, rather than do you know pucks, I want to turn this into Too Fast Too Furious, where I go to Miami and I hang out with. Uh, Eva Mendes and my best friend Tyrese. Mm. Remember when that film happened? Yeah. That's better than Hobson. I also, I discovered uh, last night, I haven't got around to watching it yet, there's a documentary called I Am Paul Walker. On I spotted on, I think it was on Sky Documentaries, which yeah. I've downloaded ready to watch. We could do an episode on that. Can we do an episode on being Paul Walker? Yeah. Probably be very depressing, but we could do an episode. Oh, we could also do Brick Mansions, Running Scared, yeah. uh, Hours. The oh, we can do TV. hours and hours of podcast on Fast and Furious stuff, I'm sure. Sarah. Andrew. Thank you for your time. You are so delightful and wonderful and just the the best human being I, I know. No, that's something only the best human beings would say. <laughs> Wait a second. Now we're going to get into a spiral way, aren't we? Chapter from the Book of Thought. We're going to open a chapter from the Book of Thought <laughs> because didn't you say that? But that's only what a best person would say. So actually, it's you. Oh, I'm confused. <laughs> but that's the kind of observation only you would make. <laughs> Which sounds especially like something you would say. Oh, no. <laughs> My head hurts. Knew you would say that, which is classic Andrew. Wall to wall, Sarah, exactly as I expected. I know, right? I love your wallpaper, by the way. I, I was going to say unbelievable, but you know what? The opposite. We believe every word you say. Well, that, that's good. You should. But yeah, no, thank you so much for inviting me back on your podcast. I love it. I've been listening to all your other episodes and I recommend everyone else does too. And I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on Fast and Furious 9, indeed 10 and 11 and the spin-offs and the colouring book and all that good stuff. And we'll invite you back for our The concert album, the rock album, the uh, musical, the the release, the Cats integration one, the one where they go to uh, Jurassic World. And of course, the, uh, the, the one where they finally break into the vault and <laughs> join Scarface. That's going to be good. And of course, when they do the, the film, looking back on Luke Hobbs' life, which is a musical called Rock of Ages. Oh, oh that's perfect. That is perfect. <laughs> so we're not going to take it. <laughs> I, I can't really fit we built the city into a sentence. We drove this city because it's mortal engines. Remember Predator Cities? Oh my god, maybe mortal engines is the next step. Goodness gracious. No, folks, let's write this. This is gold. Gold? Always believe in yourself.
incidentally, one piece of trivia that I forgot to mention when we we're talking about the film, dependent on whether you think it's two hours 16 or two hours 17, mm-hmm. two hours 17 in the UK, uh, two hours 16 is also the same length as A Clockwork Orange and The Matrix. Two hours 17 is the same length as Terminator 2 Judgment Day. So think on that. I mean, The Matrix has have a lot of stuff, but Judgment Day does have Judgment Day. It, does. it doesn't actually, does it? Judgment Day is reverted. Judgment, no, Judgment Day happens in the third one. Right, to the machines. But the machines kind of rise in Judgment Day. Wait. Oh I'm no! Again. Doesn't happen, does it? This is like Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Technically, Dawn is when right the Planet of the Apes rises, and Rise is when Planet of the Apes Dawn. Oh god! Oh no! Oh no! But the Last Jedi <laughs> is kind of like a New Hope, and a New Hope was actually when Rey was found, right? I think we're just gonna fade him out. And yet, the Phantom Menace is kind of when Skywalker rises, but the rise of Skywalker is kind of technically. When the Empire Strikes Back, but the Empire Strikes Back during the Last Jedi. Oh God! Te- well, technically, but then the Jedi return, but the ta- the clones attack at the wrong time, which is when the Sith revenge. And somehow Palpatine's back. And dead speak. Dead speak. <laughs> this has been. The greatest time to spend with your family. Familia. Me, familia. This has been Fast Fridays. We've done it. We've got to the end of the road. And Sarah, we've just watched just like the movies. Just watched. We just. We, the roads are a little more, a little less empty now, because now we're going to the movies. Vroom vroom, Johnny. Beep beep, Richie. Sarah. Corona.